0: what is going on you guys john d here and it's been an exciting week you know uh some different things have changed or not really changed but some of the things have developed developed and uh i want to start off by saying guys i'm so sorry for missing my monday deadline i know as i'm recording this today is thursday um but it's been kind of crazy at my house uh that and i'm trying to put a little bit more effort into it so i might be trying to uh Change the days I'm not sure I for sure At least want to get One episode out a week Um But I I really want to dig A little bit deeper Because I feel like I'm kind of failing you guys Uh So Let's talk about the race You know uh, Watkins Glen Bowling at the Glen That's what I want to cover In this episode Uh I want to start A new segment We'll get to that Here in a second Um I want to talk a little bit About Kyle Petty's book Swerve or Die. I got my copy yesterday, and I'm not gonna lie. It's it's kind of hard to put down, and I'm not a big reader. Uh, I've never really cared. Well, I wouldn't say never really cared for reading. It just I've always been one of those people. As if you listen to this, you can tell my attention span is not the best. Uh, another book that's coming out. Uh, I think they said. Uh, I want to say October, is Dell Jr. wrote a, a kid's book, uh, Buster's Trip to Victory Lane. So uh, I'm really excited for that. Uh, you know, uh, I guess it's about uh, a car that never gives up. You know, he, perse- he perseveres. Uh, you know, his crew chief pushes him uh, like, a, like a crew chief should. And I think it's going to be a good book. Like I said, I I don't know the exact date. I can't remember off the top of my head. I should have wrote it down in my notes. But uh, I will definitely get that to you guys. Uh, And I know I kind of skipped over Swerve or Die. I'm not very far into it. I'm on page uh, 14. Like I said, I just got it yesterday. And I I haven't had very much time to really sit down and look at it. But... uh, you know, I, I can already tell it's going to be one of those books that, you know, it's just uh, just one of those books that you can't sit down because I was kind of upset because it was midnight and I was started to read it uh, and I had to get off because I had to go to work in the morning. Uh, but anyway, let's start that new segment I was talking about. I want to start a new segment called Victory Lane, and I want to take a moment to look at the winners of the race or, in this case, this week, the champions as well. And just kind of take a look at them. And, again, guys, I know I said it in the first episode, but there was some uh, technical... Di- I, I don't even know. It, the first episode, I for some reason, didn't pop up on Spotify or anything like that. So, I want to take a second. And... Uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Anyway, let's jump right into uh, Victory Lane, which is the new segment. You know, I, I want to take a look at the winners, kind of get to know them a little bit better, know where they're from and what's going on in this season. So uh, let's go get it. Hey guys, welcome to Victory Lane. Uh, <clears throat> I want to start off by talking about our uh, Watkins Glen winner, Kyle Larson. Uh, also known as Wheelman because of his ability to take the car wherever he wants it. Uh, and I, I just want to get to know him a little bit better. So I'm going to start off with he's born July 31st 92. 92. Uh, so he's 30 years old. And... Elk Grove, California. And what I've read, I'm not 100% sure, but what I've read, that's kind of like a... uh, It's right outside Sacramento. Uh, But, you know, he's got two wins, uh, 10 top five finishes. Uh, He's led 307 laps this season. So he's definitely in the playoffs. I, I mean, I'm sure he... He was in a decent spot to begin with. But uh, if you take a look at last year's, you know, last year he was pretty much dominating. But Yeah, last year he was pretty much dominating. Of course, he was the 2021 champion. uh, All out. Um, Which brings me to our, you know, our regular season champion, Chase Elliott. And uh, I didn't know this until I really looked into it. But Chase is just a nickname. His name is actually William Elliott. Uh, You know, his dad's Bill Elliott, NASCAR legend. Uh, Well, Chase won the 2020 championship. Uh, I'm not sure about all that. That was honestly before I got right back into it. I got back into it in the mid part of the 2021 season. Uh, so I, I I didn't get to witness that, uh, but what amazes me is this week I get to cover two Hendrick drivers, and I, I've explained it before. Hendrick is just the team that these two drivers play for. Um, so you know, and people will say, well, they're teammates, they help each other. That's not always true. If you look at this week's, you know, this week's uh, race, these two got into it. Kyle Larson, you know, bumped. Chase Elliot out of the way. Um, which I mean Kyle did come back and because you could tell some feelings were probably hurt. Uh he didn't seem that happy when he got out. And uh I don't think that Chase was very happy when he or Kyle didn't seem happy when he got out. I also don't think Chase was very happy. He said, you know, there was no hard feelings, but I kind of get the feeling that there was a little bit, you know. Um considering of their body language, uh, but regardless, uh, you know, they may be teammates, but they're still out for the win, so I don't, I don't understand, well, it's not that I don't understand, I just don't see there's any need for that hostility unless it was built up from something before, um, Anyway, back to Chase Elliott. He was born November 28th of, uh, 95. So he's still in his 20s. Hang on. Sorry, guys. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I kind of understand the frustration of Chase. But at the same time, you can't rely on your teammate. I mean, he was pretty much cinched for the spot of... uh, I mean, there was a very rare chance that somebody would jump ahead of him in points. Because, you know, he isn't our regular season champion. Which means, you know, he's got the most points before we go into the playoffs. And we still have one more race to get to the playoffs. But even if, you know, someone with two wins... Wins that Chase can is he's cemented into the first position uh but yeah I mean everybody was sensing some hostilities from them uh but yeah Chase is I mean like I said I understand the frustration I would be a little frustrated too but at the same time I can't rely on my teammate to drive my car uh but I, I also understand, you know, Kyle Larson, he could have been more respectful. But it all boils down to what are you willing to do for the checkered? Because, I mean, your teammate winning may help your team, but does it help your specific team, like your pit crew, your. Uh, I, that and. Uh, I want to say Almondinger. I think he was the one that finished second. That dude is a beast on road courses. You know, so not only is Kyle trying to fight—well, not really fight—he's trying to watch Chase to make sure he doesn't wreck him. But he's got, you know, a person that's known to be a savage on these road courses right up his tailpipe. So he did everything that he could to keep him off, and it paid off for him. So I mean, I, I'm—I think it was the right call. But uh, you know, Chase. He's been doing a really good job this year. He's the only one with four wins, you know. He's had 10 top fives, 17 top tens. He's the best in the season. I mean, he's led 688 laps. I don't understand why he is so upset about this. I mean, even if even if Kyle, how do I put it? Even with Kyle winning, it's not putting a danger in his position. So it's neither here nor there. But, uh, yeah, guys, that wraps it up for Victory Lane. Uh, Like I said, I hope to make this a permanent segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I I just would like to get to know the drivers a little better, you know, talk about maybe next time, talk a little bit more about their hometowns instead of the race. I just know that there's a lot of friction in these two. And, I mean, when there's only one winner, we should be able to dive a little deeper. But, uh, yeah, let's get back to it. Welcome back we're going to be talking about the race a little bit so the first thing I want to do I want to talk about the rain that was the longest two hours I've ever had of watching a track dry <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched it but uh it was definitely a long time uh but with that rain become obstacles that became more exciting in the race And one of those obstacles was the tires. And I know if you don't watch NASCAR, you have no idea what I'm talking about. So the NASCAR put out a statement right before the the race started that they were going to allow drivers to run race tires. And what that is, it's kind of like the tires on your vehicle that you're driving right now. So they've got grooves in them. They're not slick like normal racing tires, Uh, but that groove is so the water can wick wake off, you know, have a place to go when it's shooting down so you don't hydroplane. your plane. Uh, And that became a big strategic point in the race. I've seen a lot of people, they didn't want to get tires too early because they didn't want to slide around and lose position. But at the same time, I've seen a lot of people, they didn't want to get tires too late because then everybody else would have the grip that they didn't and they'd lose position. Um, and a place that I've seen this very, very uh... How do I say this? Very dominant or uh prominent is the word I'm looking for, prominent would be the bus stop. And for those of you who don't know, the bus stop is a like it's almost like a C turn. Uh I guess that's that's what they were calling it uh during the race. But there's also a safety lane, which is what I'm calling it. I don't know what it's called, but it's basically a straightaway that cuts that corner if you just cannot make it. But the penalty for that safety lane is a complete stop And we seen our winner Kyle Larson He had to hit it I, I know of once, And I, I believe he was the first one to hit it But I'm not sure But you know when you come to a complete stop You're giving up positions It's not like a, It's not like that you're just going to go get back in line Because what, what happens if you can't get back in line Because you, you know You don't want to wreck the other guy beside you You don't want to wreck your car You don't want to blow out some tires uh, You know Uh, Another, another place that I, you know, well, hey, how do I put this? Uh, So you know, you get out of that corner, and then it's a road course, so it's going to be full of corners. And I've seen a lot of people spin out, especially in the first part before the track was dry. Um, You know, I, I just watched a lot of a lot of drivers lose control of their cars; they couldn't get the right. The right amount of grip on the track. And, you know, I I believe a lot of that's to do with the rain. You know, they dried it off the best they could. But it was pouring right before that. We had a two-hour rain delay. So it rained for two hours. They tried to dry out the track. They did the best they could. Um, Another thing that makes this race kind of special is there were seven countries represented. And I'm going to talk about one of the drivers that represents one of those countries. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen or Iceman you know he's an F1 driver he did really good over there and he come in and I'm not going to lie he kind of floored me watching him race because he went from you know in the back to ninth. I think is what it was uh, sorry guys yeah he started in 27th and before he wrecked out in the 46th lap, he was at 9th position. That is crazy. You know, he, he did really good in that 91 car. Um, but, uh, you know, of course, we had other countries. Uh, we had, Like I said, we had seven countries. And those countries were Mexico, you know, the Netherlands, Germany, Russia, Finland, which was Raikkonen's uh, country, England, and, of course, the U.S., so, and that's crazy, you know. We had, uh, I want to say, like 50 cars, we could have less, I wasn't sure, but we had, you know, a lot of cars come up. Uh, you know, just it was insane the amount of you know hard racing that I seen. Uh, you know, uh, let's go with the stages, you know, Briscoe wins the first stage, uh, Logano wins the second, which the stages. I, this was only a 90 lap course so the first and second stage was 20 laps but uh you know it was just a little bit hectic like I said I keep going back to the rain I believe the rain made the, the difference in the beginning but once the tracks started drying out everybody started getting back in the groove but in that beginning, you know, Rain was shorting out elect- electronics. You know, i I seen where they talked to Christopher Bell about his radio was just not working because water had gotten up in it. Uh, yeah, just a lot of things happened that I think would have... I, I think the whole race would have played out different if the track wasn't as wet. Uh, I want to say congratulations to the Chevys. You know, that manufactured... Uh, they did really good this race. Uh, in fact, four out of the top five were Chevy manufactured cars. Uh, Logano was the exception. I think he finished third, which he drives his Ford. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is the comeback. I'm I I'm probably going to give him a nickname. So, uh, Christopher Bell is who I'm talking about. These past few races, he started in the back, and he has worked his way up. He had a top 10 finish this time. He went from, I think, what was it, 38th, 28, 38, something like that, all the way up to 8th place. He finished in 8th position. That is insane to me. He worked the field. I know Toyotas aren't the best at road courses. In fact, I would rank them as the worst manufacturer out there. But for him to go and do that, I mean, I know it took a lot of you know restarts and all that. But for him, you know, for the past, the last, I think, 10 or so laps, if, if not a little more, he was in that position. You know, he was 8th, ninth, 7th, around in there. I think for him to hold that, it was pretty decent. You know, I'm glad that he cinched his playoff standings. So even if somebody new uh, comes in, he is cinched. You know, he's not going anywhere. Uh, I, I hope... You know, he gets a win at the 400. I really do. Uh, but that's just a fan of me talking. Because I can think of a lot of people that deserve it just as well. Like, I think Martin Truex should, you know, he should definitely have a good running. Bubba Wallace, he should have a good running. Uh, Blaney, you know, he should definitely have a good running. I think all these drivers, it's, it's going to be a, a good race Sunday. Uh, but you know, I, I, it was definitely a pretty good race this race, but uh, guys, I think I've ran out of time. Like I said, it'll probably be a shorter episode. Uh, I will definitely, 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 definitely try to stay on topic and get more info next episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting me. Uh, you know, Raise hell, praise Dale. You guys keep on living.